Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for listening to NeuroHive. I'm going to be really honest and upfront with you about something. We took a really big risk putting this information out for you and creating this content. I need your support to help beat the big tech and media overlords who just want to keep you addicted to complacency. They're making billions of dollars and ripping the United States apart all for the sake of keeping us dumb and numb in the place of our phones. I know a lot of you are business owners and entrepreneurs and self-driven individuals who listen to this. You are what they fear the most. Self-reliant, independent thinkers and individuals who are willing to put in the work that is required of success. To help our cause in creating impactful and transparent content to help American business owners, I need your support for the show. If I taught you something, if we gave you new insight into something that you hadn't thought about before, or even just made you smile a little bit today, please share the show. That's how we're going to grow the hive into the greatest force for good that exists out there in the world today. It doesn't have to be a social media share or story post, but many of you do that and it's greatly appreciated. But what it can be is the next time you're hanging out with your buddies, having a conversation with other business owners, and it comes up of what are you stuffing your brain with? What's the good stuff that you're putting between your ears? I would greatly appreciate a mention of NeuroHive. We do a good job for you. I really would love that in return. Let's fire up B and hop into today's episode. AB, active the hive. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of NeuroHive. I got a special one for you today. I'm coming in solo, coming in hot for you, and I'm going to share one of my biggest life lessons for you as a neuromarketer throughout my career. I'm going to tell you how I lost $2 million within about a 48-hour period, but how this learning lesson generated me $60 million over 2021 for all of my clients. So, when I started out my marketing journey, it wasn't like most people. Most people that start in marketing go to college for it. They've got all this experience, and that just wasn't the case for me. When I got into this, it was entirely by happenstance. It was because I was working for a company that uh, after I got hired for an eight twenty-five an hour job, I found out about two months later that they were actually going to be going out of business, and that essentially he just needed somebody to help close up shop, you know, work a few hours so he could go and uh, and get a little drunk. But don't the best of us sometimes, and there's no judgment there. I still love the man today. He's a uh, he's the reason that I'm here, and I've I've got to give him the credit for that. But it taught me a lot of lessons. So when I was working there and we were getting started, it really started to plant the seed in my head that great businesses, the ones that are extremely marketable, are focused on creating an amazing experience for their customers. From the very time that they park at your brick and mortar location through the time they leave or the time that they first hear about you online, all the way through their last purchase with you and even the email and SMSs that happen afterwards. And this is when I really started to get into the idea that marketing is a game of memorization. So, you know, we were growing it after I found out that we were going in debt super, super hard and super fast and that it wasn't sustainable and that the ship was sinking, we focused on what we could, which was learning digital marketing. And in this course, I invested a ton of money into myself. I picked up Billy Jean's courses. I started listening to Gary Vee. I was going back through all my old psychology textbooks, learning about consumer behavior and why we're buying things in tribes, what are biases, how do we, how do we start to bring a lot of what's in academia into real life 
and then listening to people that have actually gone through and done it and how they're, how they're using it. How, how does copy work? How, how can we trick the mind with copy or how can we tr get into the emotion of our customers more with what the words that we write or how we stack offers and all this stuff starts to compound in the world of marketing really opens up for you. But this wasn't my $2 million lesson. This one is a $2 million lesson, but it's not the one that lost for me. So over 18 months, I took about $100,000 in ad spend and we were able to generate about $2.2 million. And during that time, you know, we were hitting success. We were focused on getting in customers and actually giving them an amazing experience and turning it around. And it was during that time I was still making $8.25 an hour and I, I, I couldn't be there anymore. It wasn't sustainable. I was living in my mom's basement with my girlfriend and there was no way for me to make money there. And I knew that I had a skill set that was unlike any others. When I would Google and search for neuromarketers, there was nobody else out there, but there was a ton of research. So I knew I was onto something. I knew I was on a path, just like many of you, when you started your business, you found a hole in the market spot and you took advantage of it. And that got you started. That got the juices flowing. You were doing what you were passionate about. You found that juice and it eventually led you to a place where it led me, which is I started to feel frustrated and I was really uncertain about the path forward and it created a lot of fear for me. And I'm not going to get into the super hard emotions of that. I'm not going to try to use those on you, but I do want to be real and honest. I reached a spot of frustration and even within my skill set, I was getting frustrated. I knew there was more out there for me to learn, but nobody was talking about it. I knew that there were pathways forward, but if you wanted that access or wanted that information, it was hundreds of thousands of dollars from world experts. And there's no way they were going to give it to a guy for free. Cause I, I was literally making a 25 an hour living in my mom's basement. There was, there was no path forward for me to get access or even financially afford some of this information. And I know that's where a lot of you feel it can create a lot of anxiety and, but it's still kind of exciting, right? It's kind of this weird dichotomy that gets pulled. And I want to, I want to kind of share a story with you around this. So after I got out, I got one of my first big clients, right? I was super nervous, super excited. I felt the juice and she gave me the project coming in probably about October of 2018 is when we started working together. And we sat down, I said, okay, so what is it that you're looking to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And she said, well, I'm running Facebook ads. I, you know, I have an agency doing them for me now, but they're really only getting about a one and a half X return for me. And with the returns I was getting off of Facebook and Google from this, working with this other float center, I was like, oh, I can absolutely crush this. You know, we're hitting 12 and 15 X ROAS on all of our campaigns consistently. So it's got to be a pixel issue. You know, I'm going through inside of my head. I'm explaining logically how this works to her. Her eyes glaze over. because She's not a marketer. She doesn't understand any of this shit. So I reached this spot. I was like, all right, I can do this. So we shake on it. We do the deal and we're getting ready to move forward into Black Friday, right? We're getting all of our assets prepped. I'm doing testing on campaigns. Everything's humming, right? I've got this momentum going and we get to Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And over that three-day period, we generate two over $2 million in sales off of about $50,000 in ad spend. I'm through the moon. I'm excited, right? I'm like, yes, this is my opportunity. I got a sale deal with this to where I'm getting commission off of everything every sale. And I'm, I'm all, man, I'm able to move out of mom's house and moving out of the basement. Girlfriend's going to be so excited and so happy for me. And then the day after black Friday, I get, I, <laughs> I, I wake up to a fun text message saying, we have a problem. We need to talk like, Fuck. what did I do? Right. I'm, I'm a little excited, a little bit nervous coming into this. I'm like, oh man, maybe she's not willing to write me the check. Right. 
So I, we, we talk, we meet up in person and she says, do you know how much, how many sales we generated over the last three days? And I pull up Facebook business manager, all proud, chest pumped out. I'm like, yeah, I do. It's like, we generated as of yesterday morning, over $2 million in sales. And she looked at me, she said, you're a hundred percent right. And she said, you know what we did off of that? And I said, what? She's like, we broke our distribution system. It's like distribution system. Don't you just ship this stuff out? She was like, no, we have a facility that has to manufacture all this dummy. I said, oh, so we don't have that much stock and in inventory. She said, no, I wasn't expecting you to do this. What I was expecting you to do was probably double. And that's about how much inventory we got. Cause my other guy couldn't get more than one and a half X. And I thought you were full of shit for saying that you could get 10 and 12 X my money. So what are we going to do here? And she looked at me and she said, well, I have to refund all over $2 million worth of orders. And I still have to cover the cost of your ad spend, which means that I'm not going to be able to pay you. We have to return all this money and we have to craft a message around why this happened. And we have to explain this to our customers as to why they're not getting their product and what that's going to do for them on Christmas. That was my $2 million learning lesson right there. That is the biggest pull and kick in the gut that you can possibly have. I was on the highest of highs. And then literally the next day, it was the lowest of lows. She was one of my two clients that I had at the time. And I was scared shitless that I was going to have to pay all this money out of pocket for a mistake that I didn't think through. We had never gone through a strategy session around what would happen if this actually worked the way that we wanted it to. We didn't have the honest conversations about it. And it cost me and her a ton of money and a ton of expertise and experience, right? Like what I gained in experience from that, we definitely lost financially. And that was a really big learning lesson, but it put me down a path today to what allowed me to generate over $60 million last year for my clients. And I don't have a lot of them. I've got less than 20 and I keep it that way on purpose because at the end of the day, we're creating experiences. Her experience for her customers went downhill hard that day. Ratings tanked. Reviews were awful. Calls were coming in left and right saying, I can't believe you had to fucking cancel my order. I'm so upset, right? The whole gamut. You guys are scammers. This business is a fraud. She got so much shit thrown at her that it crumbled me too. And to this day, she is still one of the strongest women that I've ever met in business because she wore it on the chin better than anybody else that I've ever seen in my lifetime. But it taught me such a valuable lesson that even though these big wins can happen and that they need to be celebrated, there's a lot to learn from them. And it really taught me as a marketer to ask better questions coming into this. To be able to serve you as business owners better, I have to be able to learn to ask these questions. What happens if your distribution system can't handle this? What's the backup process? What's the procedures? What are the systems and operations in place to handle this many orders? Where's your break point on your distribution? What happens if we generate all this money to be able to do this and actually feed your customers what they have actually purchased? Because odds are you don't have all of it in stock. So... I, I want to have this as a big hope opportunity for you because there is hope out there for this. And it's because we learned to create a system and a process to help businesses get there. A lot of businesses, when they start working with us, they're only at about you know $500,000 a year, which may seem like a big number for a lot of you. It did for me for a lot of years too. 
And it wasn't until I really started to get into this idea that we have to generate systems around marketing. We have to put marketing systems in place to support the neuromarketing that we want to do to generate more business for people. Because let's face it, if we can tap into the psychology of our customers, we're going to win. There's no doubt in my mind and your mind either that if we tap into the psychology that we can create a brand that resonates with them for life. I knew this. I knew it deep down. And it's something that all my clients know too, after they've experienced this process. And I can't tell you how much business we've turned down because people weren't willing to go through that process. I learned really hard from that $2 million lesson that the day I get hired to only work on ads is a day I get closer to getting fired. That seems crazy. I've had, I've had big companies, big companies offer me big checks to come in and run ads for them. Like we're talking $100,000 months plus bonus on what I perform on, but all they wanted me to do was run Facebook ads. And I'm lucky I didn't take those deals because for many of you that just went through the 2021 holiday season, you did really, really great up until December 14th, December 15th. And then like everybody else, it crashed hard, right? You rode that plane down into the ground. What Phil says a lot in here, what we're gaining and what we're gaining in speed, we're losing in altitude, right? We're crashing this plane hard because we didn't put systems in place to be able to support it. And there wasn't an overall marketing strategy to be able to support it. So before I get into how we actually generated the $60 million in profit for our customers this year, I want to talk about something else which is the process of how we actually move through this because it matters. And this is where most marketers and gurus are going to fail you time and time again. It's why you're afraid and uncertain to invest the money with them because there's certain triggers in the back of your head that should be going off that nobody's talked about. And you necessarily haven't found them yet either, but you know it when you see it. And this is that moment. I'm about to share it with you, that know it when you see it moment because it's super powerful and it's super easy on paper, right? It's easy to write down and say it. It's a lot harder to do it. All of my clients, it's mandatory when they start working with us, go through this process because we learn a lot, they learn a lot, and we're able to set up accurate goals. I'm not going to go into some new year, new me goal setting nonsense, specifically within marketing because that would bore both of us. But what I am going to tell you is that there's, we have to set a plan and we do this through a two-day deep dive. And the reason that we do this is because one, we really have to understand the process of how your customers first hear about you all the way through a year after of them working with you or buying your product, how they're being communicated with. And when we start to understand this, then we can start to look at the business development side of your of your business, right? How are we growing? How are we scaling? What's, what are the methods in place? What are the KPIs? What are the numbers on your products? Does the profit make sense? Does the margin make sense? How does the distribution system work, right? All those things that I failed on and all those big questions that I've been afraid to ask throughout my lifetime to clients because I didn't think the business owner would feel comfortable telling me are actually the questions that we had to know. So through that fear, through the other side of uncertainty of whether or not they would give me these answers, is where I was able to find success. I had to stop asking average questions to them about how do you feel about Facebook? How do you feel about Google? How do you feel about TikTok? How do you feel about Snapchat ads? All of those are average questions. We have to start getting better at asking more, more complex, more uh, demanding questions that actually give us the answers that we need for our business to succeed. 
And it's very rare that a marketing agency can do that over a 45 minute breakthrough strategy call to where they get your Facebook and Google login and say, all right, I'll get to work on it. I'm going to tell you what their response is going to be every time when those campaigns start to fail. The creative's not good enough. There's not enough ad spend. Your distribution really sucks. Wow, that's not my fault. I did my job. I ran my five campaigns with three ad sets in them with five ads inside of each ad set. I did my job. I checked off my box. It's not a true partnership. And a marketing department has to be dynamic and fluid because marketing can touch almost every department within a business besides being like accounting. That's really the only one that we struggle touching and integrating and helping. But outside of that, marketing is integrated into every single element within your business. And it's why at Hidden Falls, we have a business development specialist that works with every single one of our clients from the people that pay us the least all the way up to the people that pay us the most. It doesn't matter. Everybody gets a business development specialist to help them grow their business. Because as Phil said in the last episode with us, as that bright light of marketing shines outwards, it also reflects all the holes in our boat that are out on the ocean. And if we start to move faster, we might be actually drowning faster too. And with all that light that shines out, real up close to that lens of marketing, we can see all the bugs. We can see the holes in the boat. We can see all the stuff that you couldn't see in the darkness, which is amazing because it gives us the opportunity to run in there with our team and our skill sets to fix all these as we're moving. And it's the juice and the jazz and it's everything that you love about business as an entrepreneur, right? Besides the money, the money's awesome, but it's the juice. It's that energy that you love and you crave deep down inside. I know it is because I'm right there with you. I see it with the best businesses that we've been able to help. There's this one specific just quality about an entrepreneur that I'm willing to bet on every single time. And it's because they have that juice about them. And I know you have it too, if you're listening to this, because we're not for everybody. We're not for the average. And this is why, because I'm about to drop you how we walk through this process. In our two-day deep dive, and I'm hoping you're taking notes on this because this is an absolute masterclass. We go into how to create experiences. We go into what are your business fundamentals? What is your marketing process and strategy? How are we developing products? When are we dropping them? What's our messaging associated to it? What do we want them to memorize? How can we layer in different neuromarketing techniques inside of there to drive long-term success and not just focus on what can a Facebook ad deliver for me in one day because I want to be a cool drop shipper that flexes and said, look at me, I made a million dollars off of Alibaba. It's not what we're about. It's not what you're about either. If you're here, you're trying to make a legacy for yourself. And I know that because we are too. And I know that that message really resonates with you. So working through this process, it has to come from the experience because your customers are chasing the last great experience that they had. And you're not going to get this information anywhere else, by the way. And this has come from me learning these lessons, right? What was the last great experience with that brand after I crushed their distribution system and it fell apart. It was awful. So the next six months, I worked for free to help fix that system for her. We had to flip the narrative around the brand that they couldn't deliver product. So we found out a way to deliver happiness to them over and over again. And this is where neuromarketing really starts to lay a hand. If we believe that marketing is a game of memorization and that customers are chasing the last great experience they had, Use a little bit of deductive reasoning here. What does that mean that they're after? They're chasing happiness. So if your brand can give them the happiness that they need and that they crave, you're going to win. 
But if you don't have the business development strategy, if you don't have the comprehensive marketing strategy, like we talked about in episode two, not just marketing to the 80 or to the uh, 13% of your funnel and leaving 87% of it out because that's what most people do. There's marketers like me and businesses out there that are going to bury you and that you're no longer going to be in business because we're going to get all the market share, especially now as we're looking down the eyes of a recession. This is very possibly going to be the most important time for you to utilize specific marketing and get really dialed in and have your marketing work for you. Every dollar now more than ever inside of your marketing campaign has to work for you. You can't just spend it randomly on Facebook. You can't just spend it randomly on Google anymore and expect to get great results. Those days are done and over with for now. What you have to focus on is creating experiences. And what better than to use a neuromarketing team for that? But I want to read you a poem before we wrap this thing up. And I hope that you take this seriously because you're not in business to be average. You didn't choose this lifestyle. You didn't choose the late nights. You didn't choose the frustration, the anger, the resentment at times, the frustration that you're beating your head against the wall because you have to make payroll or the fact that you're not moving inventory and your Shopify store is sitting at a couple thousand dollars a day when it's used to hitting, you know, 50, 60, $70,000 days. Those days are gone and we have to figure out how to pivot. And I know you're not in these days to be average. So let me read you one of my favorite poems and then we're going to wrap this thing up. It's called, Are You Average? And it's by a man named Emin Gaudet. Average is what failure claims to be when their families and friends ask them why they are not more successful. Average is the top of the bottom, the best of the worst, the bottom of the top, and the worst of the best. Average means being run of the mill, mediocre, insignificant, and also ran a non-entity. Being average is the lazy person's cop-out. It's lacking the guts to take a stand in life. It's living by default. Being average is to take up space for no purpose. To take a trip through life but never pay the fare. To return no interest for God's investment in you. Being average is to pass one's life away with time rather than to pass one's time away with life. It's to kill time rather than to work it to death. To be average is to be forgotten once you pass from this life. The successful are remembered for their contributions and the failures are remembered because they tried, but the average, the silent majority, they're just forgotten. To be average is to commit the greatest crime one can commit against oneself, humanity, and one's God. The saddest epitaph there is, is here lies Mr. and Mrs. Average. Here lies the remains of what might have been, except for their belief that they were only average. Listen, abandoning average hurts. Friends will think you're weird. People won't want you to change. Your business partners won't want you to change strategy, but you know internally what you're doing can't sustain and won't last much longer. So here's what I'm asking for you to do. If you need our help, if you need a solid marketing and business development strategy, and you need some neuromarketing to come into your business and resurrect life, shoot me a DM on Instagram at alex.vonderhaar. Send me a little brain emoji. Give, give me some form of life that you're asking for help and our team will reach out and we'll figure out a way to best help you. It's not going to be for free. These strategy sessions will cost you, but I promise the ROI on the other side is massive because nobody else out there is thinking about creating the next best experience for your brand. And even if you are, we've helped create hundreds of next great experiences for the hundreds of customers that we have helped 
and know that when you're with our team, you have our whole team of creatives, digital marketers, neuromarketers, business development specialists, copywriters, web designers. You have a full marketing team at your disposal to be able to help you accomplish your goals. I can never guarantee you success, but what I can guarantee is three things for you. We'll spend your money as if it was our own. We'll never waste your time and that you'll always own your data because at the end of the day, the data is what will lead the way. We believe in data. I trust data. And that's the way that we make decisions inside of our business. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's show. Like I said, if you need to find us, find us on Instagram at alex.vonderhaar. Send me an emoji, send some sign for help if you really need it, and the team will reach out. And until then, go make somebody smile today. It's amazing what type of impact it can have on their life.